This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for a better mental state. Eliminate self-defeating behaviours and be in more control. With your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Mind Controlled Life podcast with me, your, le- your host, Elaine Bridgen. <laughs> How are you doing this morning, this evening, this night, this day? I hope you are having a really good mind controlled day or morning or hour or minute at the very least. And things are looking up for you. I'm in a good place. I'm tired though today because I didn't get enough sleep for an entire week because sometimes when I don't have enough sleep, as you know, I have this thing about my sleep and I need to get my seven hours in. And I only got six last night and I got four the day before and I got six the day before that. So I need more. But anyway, apart from that, I am fine. So welcome to you if you are new here and you're thinking, what the heck is this mind control life lot got on about? I shall tell you what that's about. And welcome to you if you're one of my ardent fans. You always listen to me. You're thinking, yes. I like having you on in the background as I fall asleep, or I like exercising with you. I like walking with you. Let me know. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, A Mind Controlled Life is a podcast for you if your mindset is not in a great place to help you to cope and thrive at work or in your life or in your relationships. And I... I started this because the only reason why I'm doing so well at the moment and for a while now is because I've got my mindset under my control. So if I'm around people and they start to get to me, I have my laser coaching to help me to not be affected by it. In the past, it would have been extremely difficult to be around people for the length of time I'm around them now. So I am forever thankful for all the different trainings I've been on over the years and the fact that I've got the brain to be able to put them together in a system and in a process that actually works not just for me, but also for my clients. Which brings me on to what we're going to talk about today. Introverts and ambiverts. I've known for a good few years now that I'm an introvert. However, I think I'm much more of an ambivert, which according to some of the posts that I've been reading recently, an ambivert is just an outgoing introvert, which fine, which is fine. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is that I've taken a slight detour. It's not even a detour, really. It's a realisation that in my business... I have been catering to the introvert and the ambivert. I just didn't know it because I can only come from a place of where I am and I'm not an extrovert. So everything I've said about how to do whatever it is you need to do has come from an introvert and an ambivert telling other introverts and ambiverts how to be in a world where it's extremely difficult to be ourselves without imploding. You will know if you're an introvert listening to me how challenging it can be to not only talk to people, be around them for any length of time and keep our mindset in check. And that's why everything I do is about the mindset first because without that, we cannot function. And so 
today I'm going to talk about the six main areas where we as introverts and ambiverts get unstuck. And I put them all P's. It's the six P's of introvertism, if I can say that. We've got the people, we've got the pace, we've got the prattle, the pressure, the partnerships and the perception. I'm going to go into more detail about all of those. People exhaust us. We can't help it. If we're around them for too long, then we feel drained. And the more we're around them, the more drained we feel. I just I just visualise it as a flower and it's in its pot. It's not being watered well. And you can see it just visibly shrinking. And that's what we're like when we're around certain types of people. Although I'll say we... I'll talk about myself and maybe some about my clients I've had over the years. But essentially, I can only be around people for a certain length of time before I need to escape into another room, away from them, and just to just to breathe and just to recharge my batteries. However, this is interesting because recently I found that I can be around people for longer and longer and longer time frames without shrinking and I'm fascinated by that because growing up no no it's not even growing up is it's like what I've put it down to is that there are just certain types of people that I can't be around for too length too too long a time because I'm finding now that actually I don't need to necessarily be away from people and I can be around them for three, four, five, six hours. I mean, that's unheard of to be around people for that length of time without just imploding in my head. Because when I used to work full time and you're around people from eight o'clock till four or five o'clock in the evening, I was absolutely spent. I could not switch off. I would come home. I would watch TV because I don't watch much TV now, but at that time, I'd watch TV and I never switched off. So I never slept well. Now I can be around people for that length of time and I'm fine. I mean, what's going on there? I honestly think all my laser coaching that I do with myself has changed me because I feel that I was much more of an introvert introvert than an ambivert introvert, if if that makes sense, because of the laser coaching. But we'll see. I'll explore that maybe on other podcasts. The second P of introversionism is the pace. The fast pace of change. This is, I think this is a challenge for everyone, but maybe it's more so for us because we find it difficult to handle the pressure and handle the pace. Actually, pressure is one of them. I would... uh, See, I don't know because I'm not an extrovert, but I'd have thought that most people would find a fast pace of life challenging, but maybe they don't. Maybe it's just us. So, yeah, if it's a fast pace of change and things aren't stable, I used to get so antsy about this that I just couldn't cope. And I would, that's when I started to be much more controlling in how I was. And that's another thing. I'm not as controlling about other people and how they do what they do. I can distinctly remember 
trying to get the people that are who worked when I was the leader of the nursery that I worked in trying to get them to do things in exactly the way that I wanted them to do things because I needed to control things because I couldn't cope with the changes and how people did things and it was different from the way I did it. I needed to control the outcomes of other people's behaviour. Don't do that anymore. That's another interesting change, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Then we've got the prattle. The prattle, the, you know, the, what people talk about. This is where the people aspect really does drain me. If I find that people are boring, then it's not even... Yes, it is, actually. If they're boring, they've got nothing interesting to say. And I have to do all the work. Because I was thinking about this and I thought, well, I can. I love talking. And I like talking to people. And I like people. I like being around people. And in the past, I couldn't necessarily cope with that. But the one thing that will still get to me to this very day is if I have to do all the work. If I'm around someone who just does not talk and I've got to keep the conversation going or they ask me questions in a way that they want me to keep talking. I dislike that intensely. That drains my batteries more than anything else. So I can be around people and if they are good conversationists, they can keep the conversation going and they're not looking to me, because I just imagine them as baby birds. And when I'm around people and I've come away from them, I'll have this assessment and I'll say, oh, they're just like the baby birds. You have to keep feeding them. That drains me. That has not changed. So, yeah, that's difficult. Yeah. Number four, then we've got the pressure, the pressure to be out there and promote yourself. That used to be difficult for me. It, it did put myself out there. Now, not so much. So that's another change. Isn't that good? So if you're finding that you are pushed to be more extrovert, as you may feel, to be out there to promote yourself and you're finding that difficult, then I can honestly say that can change because I used to be that way too. Number five, partnerships, i.e. teamwork. Teamwork. I found this, actually, I didn't find it challenging because they were a team. I found it difficult when people's pace of their work was slower than mine. And I have a very quick mind and I can make decisions pretty quickly. And if I say, right, we're going to do this, I want it almost instant from the other person. So I still find that a challenge now, to be honest, if they are slow and they need time to gather their thoughts or, I don't know, not give the work in when I expect it to or not get back to me via email or text or DM quick as quickly as I want. I still notice that one. It doesn't bug me as much, but I do notice. So that's changed too. This is good, isn't it? And then we've got the last one. We've got perception, how we come across. This... I don't think it's changed for me because I still get people saying, oh, you come across as, what did he say? That I'm standoffish, that's it. I still get called standoffish until they get to know me and then they realise that I'm not. But that's my the first impression is standoffish. I think, oh, but I can see that because I set myself 
back and I have to assess what's going on first. Now look at the people in a group situation, for instance, and I'll think, yes, mm, maybe, no. And, you know, I'll just do this mental thing. And then when I start to feel a bit more comfortable, then I will immerse myself into the, the, the group and I'll be fine. But initially, I won't talk to you very long. And I think I must have an expression on my face that says, don't come near me until I've decided whether I like you or not. <laughs> so, so that's still the same. So that's not changed. So what I would say, if you are an introvert listening to this or an ambivert, look at these six areas of your life and look at where you were a year ago to where you are now and notice whether things have changed in a good way. Oh, actually, in not so much of a good way. The people, do you still get exhausted by people? Can you be around them for longer or shorter? Or is it a case of you can be around certain people for a longer length of time? Or is it that it's a one-to-one that you're okay with, but if there's two or more of them, then you can't cope? You need to track this because any work that you are doing to help you to cope in the an extrovert world, apparently, is it working? And you can only tell if you're tracking what's actually happened. So go back a year and look at whether the people, the exhaustion of them is still high, medium or low and under what circumstances. The pace. Are you coping better now with the pace of change and how fast things are and how much you need to think can you cope in a team meeting as well as you used to be able to can you cope in your group activities that you know in your social activities can you cope better in that or is it worse under what circumstances track it all and see if what you're trying to do to cope with your life at this moment in time is working number three the prattle the interruptions that you will get Do you allow people to talk over you? When you're trying to collect your thoughts, do you miss out on being able to say what you've got on your mind? How do you manage that? Have things stayed the same? Have they gone worse? Have they gone better? Under what circumstances? This is like an audit, really, of your introversion and your ambiversion, yeah? I don't think they're real words, but anyway. The pressure. The pressure to be out there. As a leader, are you able to lead? Can you lead just a team of two, three, four? Or when it gets like 10, 20, whatever, and you've got your team meetings, can you cope with that? Are you doing well with that? Do you have a number of people or is it types of personalities that you struggle with? Or are you fine with that? Do you do well in networking? And you walk into a room and there's 20 people there. Do you cope well? Has that changed? Yeah. Number five, partnerships, i.e. teamwork. How do you work well in a team? Is it a certain type of team that you work well in or do you not? Have things changed and gone worse over the last year or are they better? Under what circumstances do you know that you work well? We want to know all of this because you want to know whether the work that you're doing is helping you in this regard. And then the last one, perception. How do you come across? Do you come across as friendly? You don't want to come across as outgoing necessarily, unless you're an ambivert. 
But when the first impressions, do they stick? Or does it change like me after, you know, a, a certain length of time? I then come out of my shell, so to speak, and I'm thinking, yeah, I like this group, I like these people. I can now feel comfortable being myself. And that's what I do. Yeah, I definitely still do that. And that's pretty much the same for me. It's not changed. But what about you? Has it changed? Has it gone better? Has it gone worse? Is it just a family thing? Are you okay with? Or is it just people that you've known for years? How does that work for you? Is any of the work that you've been doing to help your mindset helping you in those six areas that we really need to be thinking about? If it's not, then you need to talk to me. You really do. Because I can honestly say that years ago, people, I I remember going to town with a friend once and I just, it just got into my head that I couldn't cope because there's so many people, it was just too busy. And I just, it was just like this switch had just been switched off and I had to just break away and go off. She went home and when I got home, I didn't have a mobile phone then. I phoned her and said, I'm sorry that I had to get off. And she said, oh, that's fine. She obviously knew what I was like because I would just literally get to, to the point where I couldn't cope and I needed to escape. And I just I just let, leave people, walk off, go somewhere quiet and I'd be fine. Don't do that anymore. Don't even feel the need to do that anymore. What I want you to think about is... In these six areas that are really important to us as introverts and ambiverts, have you changed at all? Yeah? There's no point in us going through our day-to-day life if we're not coping and or changing and things are getting better. Because I get it, we all get situations where we get stressed because a deadline's looming, somebody's off again, you got to pull up the slack or whatever it is that happens. Those things happen. But are you coping with them better? I really want you to cope with them better because I am. The reason why I do this podcast is to just talk to you, to inspire you, to motivate you. But you really do need some extra intervention if the things that you're doing now are not allowing you to change. And these six P's of introversion, I need to find a title for that, don't I? But the six P's that we need to focus on. I've changed in the people. I'm okay with the pace. The prattle, I don't tend to get interruptions or anything like that. I'm fine with. The pressure to be out there, I'm definitely better with. Partnerships, i.e. teamwork, it really does depend, but there has been a much greater change for me. The perception has probably not changed because I do stand back and I do look and assess. And then if I feel comfortable in that group situation, then I'll be myself. So you, yeah, are you doing well in all of those areas? Let me know if you're not. And then, because what I'm going to do going forward anyways, I'm going to start focusing more on being explicit about how to cope with all these things as an introvert and an ambivert. Even though everything can only come from me as an ambivert, an introvert, I don't even know how to say that, but even though everything I've said is based on me doing all of this to myself, I've noticed a change in me over the years. And I do this podcast to help you to at least be inspired and to know that whatever it is you're going through, 
there's a way of making it better for you yeah and i want that for you absolutely definitely 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 so you can live a mind-controlled life not because i say so but because we've all got the capacity to change and i'm here to help you to do exactly that and i'll speak to you soon